Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Grand Central Fantasy's first ever podcast. For those of you who don't know us, my buddy Sean and I started up a fantasy football website about two seasons ago. We've been providing top-notch fantasy football advice through our website, where we post multiple articles a week during the NFL season. Some of those articles include pre-draft posts, weekly rankings, waiver wire targets, start and sit advice, and plenty more. So if you haven't, please check out our website, GrandCentralFantasy.com. Also, we are extremely active on Twitter, so follow us at GrandCentralFan, where we always are tweeting and answering our followers' questions. Um, We're just a couple of sport nerds who just are infatuated with fantasy sports. Uh, We decided to put our knowledge and love toward helping others, and honestly, the feedback has been great. So I just want to say thank you so much for all the feedback and the love we received. We've had multiple people thank us with them winning their championships the past two seasons, past two seasons. And honestly, that's what it's all about. So thank you guys. We love you. Thanks for the support. So with all that uh, that has gone on with the pandemic of the coronavirus, the sport world has been taken from us temporarily. One of the few things that sport fans can lean on, though, during these unfortunate times is uh, the start of the NFL free agency. So with that said, I just want to talk about some of my favorite moves so far that I love from a fantasy football standpoint. My first move came during the start of free agency, but it was through a trade, and that is DeAndre Hopkins to the Cardinals. My first thought was, what what are the Texans thinking? Like, DeAndre Hopkins traded possibly the best wide receiver in NFL. You're just getting rid of him for what? Um, my next thought was we're getting kind of screwed out of the, the magnificent Watson to Hopkins connection. Like it was a beautiful thing to see these uh, last couple of seasons. And uh, I mean, it almost doesn't get better than that. But, you know, I initially thought Hopkins is going to take a hit. But uh, in the fantasy football world and the fantasy football aspect, but, you know, I gathered my thoughts uh, of this, you know, shocking trade and I came to the conclusion, how can I say the Cardinals is actually not bad at all? It's actually extremely exciting. Uh, I love the Watson uh, Hopkins connection, but the Murray to Hopkins might be just as sweet. You know, the Cardinals were, they were heavier passing offense as the numbers show, uh, they leaned on the throwing game surprisingly more than the Texans. As we know uh, as well, Hopkins does it all. And, uh, you know, uh, he's going to mesh plenty well with the second-year quarterback, uh, Kyler Murray. So uh, d- let me just touch on Kyler Murray a little bit too. Uh, you know, some things um, I've seen in red. Uh, he ranked in the top 10 last year in red zone attempts. And he also ranked in the top 10 in deep attempts. So now you're throwing... Um, Hopkins into that mix too. Uh, you know, I, I forecast some pretty huge fantasy numbers for DeAndre Hopkins, so I think he's gonna be uh, he's gonna benefit from it. Um, uh, he's gonna benefit from the trade. So before we move on to the next guy, I just want to throw out some Hopkins stats uh, to show you how great he is. Even though you already know how great he is, four of the last five years he's had at least ninety six catches. He's had double digit touchdowns three of the last five and my most favorite stat that i've seen um is deandre hopkins has been around for seven seasons now we we've had hopkins for some time now 
Uh, we've been blessed with DeAndre Hopkins for some time now. Some of us not as blessed who had to go against him. But in those seven seasons, he's missed just two games. Two games in seven seasons. So that speaks to his durability and consistency. So him going to Arizona, team uh, teaming up with Kyler Murray, um, I, I love it. And I still think uh, he's most likely going to be a mid to late first round pick. He's, he's going to be a first round pick still. So love the guy. My next guy is one who used to be one of the top fantasy players in drafts, but due to injuries, his career is kind of taking a negative turn, and that's Todd Gurley. So Todd Gurley, as we know, signed a one-year deal to Atlanta. I like the deal. Uh, I, I want to love it, but knowing who Todd Gurley is uh, with his recent injuries scares me, uh, and it, it scares me from absolutely loving it, and I really, really want to love it. But let's face it, Gurley's not 100% healthy, nor will he ever be. But his move to Atlanta is something that Atlanta may desperately need. We know the Falcons have a dynamic offense, all-pro quarterback in Matty Ice, one of the best receivers in the league with Julio, and a young enough comer with uh, Ridley. They also have a dominant O-line, but their offensive struggles stem from their lack of red zone touchdown conversions. That's where Gurley is a match in Atlanta. So uh, despite Gurley's injuries, let's look at some of his stats last year. Uh, he was given the third most carries in the red zone and turned that into the third most Russian touchdowns. That's out of all running backs in the NFL. There's definitely a good opportunity from a fantasy perspective for Gurley, whether it's as a starting caliber back or as a touchdown dependent back. But um, as we know, Hopkins does it all and will mesh plenty well with the second-year quarterback. So I just want to throw out some uh, Kyle, Kyler Murray stats that I saw. Uh, Murray ranked in the top 10 in red zone attempts and deep attempts. Mix that with Hopkins, and I see pretty huge fantasy numbers. So before we move on to the next guy, I just want to throw out some Hopkins stats to you to show you how great he is, even though we all know how great he is. Four of the last five years, he's had at least 96 catches. He's had double-digit touchdowns three out of the last five. My most favorite stat, though, in his seven seasons in the NFL, he's missed just two games. Two games, which speaks to his durability and consistency. So I love Hopkins to the Cardinals and still feel he will be a mid-to-late first-round pick. So my next guy is one who used to be one of the top fantasy players picked in the drafts, but due to injuries, his his career has taken a negative turn, and that's Todd Gurley on a one-year deal to Atlanta. I like the deal a lot. I want to love the deal, but I just like it. Knowing who Todd Gurley is with his recent injury scares me from absolutely loving it. So let's face it. Gurley is not 100% healthy, nor will he ever be. But his move to Atlanta is something that may desperately be needed. We know the Falcons have a dynamic offense, you know, with all pro quarterback and Matty Ice, one of the best receivers in the league, Julio Jones, and a young and up-and-comer with Calvin Ridley. They have a dominant offensive line, but their offensive struggles stem from their lack of red zone touchdown conversions. And that's where Gurley is a match in Atlanta. Despite Gurley's injuries, he was given the third most carries in the red zone last year. And with that, he turned that into the third most Russian touchdowns. So he, he still has something left in the tank, uh, especially from a red zone standpoint. So there's definitely a good opportunity from him from a fantasy football perspective for Gurley. 
I, I wouldn't draft him as uh, a number one running back, but you know we've seen that out of him in the past, obviously. Uh, but you can definitely count on him as a touchdown dependent back at the very least, and it, it looks like he's going to have a lot of opportunities there. So um, I like Todd Gurley a lot going to Atlanta. I feel like it's a very good match for him. I'm worried, you know, with his injury history, but it's a very, very solid signing by Atlanta and a very good fit overall. So our next top free agent move is Melvin Gordon to the Broncos. So as we know, Gordon inked a two-year deal with the division rival that made him the sixth highest paid running back annually. So the Broncos uh, have used two productive backs, I would say, uh, last year with Philip Lindsay and Royce Freeman. But now they added a uh, versatile Melvin Gordon. Uh, Gordon, he brings a lot to the table, and he will bring a lot to the table for Denver. He's one of the better pass-receiving backs, which should help the Broncos. As is, uh, he had 43 receptions last year, which was the same amount as Royce Freeman. But Melvin Gordon did it in four less games. That's not even adding his first couple of games back with a limited workload. So Gordon, uh, I think he's he's going to bring a lot to the table in that aspect. Uh, obviously, he's a solid runner as well. And he's going to benefit from a, a better offensive line there in Denver as he's leaving the Chargers who have struggled, honestly, in recent years. Broncos offensive line, I, I have to say, is at least as of last year, was above average. And they're now bringing back Jawan James, who was their starting tackle. He missed, I believe, about 13 games last year, but he's back and healthy and ready to roll. So that's a that's a plus for Melvin Gordon. Uh, and looking at the Broncos, uh, as of now, they're rolling with Drew Locke to start for them. However, there are several available quarterbacks who are free agents that I'm sure they'll they'll take a look at and bring in for competition. The, the starting quarterback, very melt. With that being said about the Broncos quarterback situation, it's clear to me that they will be leaning on Melvin Gordon a lot. He, he's most likely going to be the focal point of the offense. Uh, there's definitely going to be some type of timeshare there with the other talented backs in Denver. So we'll, we'll keep you updated and we'll keep checking on that situation. But Melvin Gordon's going to be, he's, he's going to be the guy there. So he's one of my other favorite signings from a fantasy football standpoint as well. Moving right along, my favorite wide receiver free agent signing for fantasy football this coming season is Emmanuel Sanders. That's right. Emmanuel Sanders still around and grinding. Now he'll be grinding with the New Orleans Saints as he signed a two-year deal. And I like the fit a lot. I really do. The Saints have struggled in recent years to tidy up their wide receiver depth, but they really solidified that with this vet. So after Michael Thomas, who do the Saints have lined up? Really, think about it. Who has been their number two or their their other receiver uh, across from Michael Thomas over the last couple of years? Ted Ginn Jr., Traquan Smith? Like, who? You know, solid guys, but... they're it's nothing crazy, nothing to get excited about. So um, I love the idea that Sanders is going to be lining up in the flex for Drew Brees too. So the targets are going to be there. He's it's going to be it's it, it's a very good match. The production's going to be there, 
And let's face it, uh, Drew Brees is most likely on his last contract as well as Sanders probably. You know, there's the window's closing, uh, the opportunity for them to win another title. So these men are going to be battling this year, and I believe it will make plenty of fantasy owners happy. Um, I, I can't really tell you as of right now what round to target the target him. I'm sorry, target Emmanuel Sanders in, but he definitely should be on your radar. So Emmanuel Sanders to the Saints. I love it a lot. Great option. Number two option for Drew Brees. Uh, the Saints offense is obviously going to be very good again. So my last favorite uh, fantasy football free agent ad um, is Tom Brady to Tampa Bay. Seeing Tom Brady in a Bucks uniform is going to be uh, odd. But as a Jets fan, I'm very happy to see him out of the AFC East, despite him being 79 years old. I mean, look at the talent he has all of a sudden around him. Evans and Godwin, quite possibly the best wide receiver wide receiver duo in the league. He has not top-tier tight ends, but two solid tight ends between Cameron Brayton and O.J. Howard. And I think he can help O.J. Howard have a bounce-back year. Throw that together with a top five offensive line in pass protection. And I'm thinking Brady's going to return to drafting quarterback relevance. He's not going to be, uh, you know, a, a waiver wire ad guy. Uh, he's going to be a, a, a top 12 fantasy football quarterback. He, he's got to be. So even, you know, at the age of 79, I really think Brady's going to return to form as an every week starting quarterback. There's still a lot of remaining free agents out there. Robbie Anderson just signed with the Panthers, which is uh, pretty interesting, seeing him uh, teaming up with Teddy Bridgewater. You still have Jameis Winston out there, Cam Newton, Rashad Perriman. There's plenty of other players out there who are going to make an impact in the fantasy football world, so we'll keep you updated with that and how we feel about where they end up. So thank you for tuning in, and please don't forget to check out our website, grandcentralfantasy.com, and our Twitter Please follow us at Grand Central Fan. Uh, thank you so much for listening. You won't be disappointed. We're here for you. Tweet at us. Bother us. Just please, please coming back. We love it. We love what we do. And hope to hear from you guys soon.